Sounds like to me, you hired the wrong life coach. This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> you can touch it if you want. Ladies, if you want to meet a man, check your storage closet. Come on, Kendall, take off your shirt and go camera shopping at Best Buy. Good shirtless, not bad shirtless. Yeah. Well, it was gratuitous. Yeah, it was. I like a good grizzled man sometimes. A lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of the Lifetime of Hallmark where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And hello, special guest star, Meredith Thomas. I've been looking forward to this all day. Me too. All day. I have all day. I've been looking forward to it for, what is it, two years now since the last wrong movie? Yes. Yes. Has it been that long? I think so. It's been a long time. Yeah, but that last 24 hours is what really... You know what? We did have you on, though, to talk about uh, the meeting up with the Joneses. Oh, right, right, right. Which were technically, yeah... The um, which would so the um, technically those were wrong movies too. They were, yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, they were. Like each one was um, keeping up with the Joneses, the wrong murder or the wrong, oh. yeah, something. The like wrong that. murder. Is there a right murder? No. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> each one was like each one had a wrong title as a, as a in there, so. I think we count those in the wrong universe. Well, for, for anyone maybe listening to our podcast for the first time or maybe hasn't heard all the episodes, Meredith is a good friend of the show. Uh, she is a staple of uh, Lifetime movies. She is uh, appeared in the second most amount of Lifetime movies ever made behind only Vivica A. Fox. Am I correct? Yeah, I mean that's the that's what somebody said, and I'm going with it. Yeah, I haven't really, I haven't, I can't promise you I've done all the math though, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so she is our, our our lifetime expert. Yes. yes. Yeah, this movie has got an all-star cast of just everybody who we want to see in a movie. Yeah, it's like it's like the Avengers Endgame of lifetime movies. <laughs> this is the lifetime cinematic universe. Right. Yes. Or at the very least, the wrong cinematic universe. The right. wrong cinematic universe. I love that Tracy Nelson is back. We haven't seen her in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I was, I did, she was, I was in, I, we never shared any camera time. And I guess we didn't in this one either, but we were in the wrong boy next door together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. She was, she was the one of the teachers that my very wrong daughter was harassing. Yeah. <laughs> and she was in the whole movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's and she she's also, you know, we if we not in the wrong series, but since keeping up with the Joneses, uh-huh. I did as luck would have it with Jack A. Harry. Oh. Yeah, so we did three episodes, three movie, three movies, so but so I don't know what you call them when they're, they used to call them miniseries, right? But we did oh, yeah, back-to-back yeah. movies of As Luck will ha- Would Have It. And um, 
she plays Jack A. Harry's best friend in those. Wow. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I thought I had read in the press release about this movie that Jack A. was going to be in this, too. Yeah, somebody, I, I, I think I blame AI for that. Okay. Because somebody, <laughs> like, I think somebody picked up Jack A. So Jack A. Harry and, and Vivica were both in a movie called The Wrong, no, I'm sorry, Nothing Wrong. Here, a Christmas intern. So it either has Christmas or wrong in it for me, mm-hmm. I guess. But a Christmas intern, which I second unit directed. I think some AI thing picked up and Somebody. maybe it was the press and, and and added them together because you're not the first person to say. And I think I saw it too, and I thought, I wonder if she did reshoots. I didn't know Jack A. Harry was in this. Somebody asked AI to create the perfect cast, and that's yeah. why they added Jack A. in there. <laughs> And now, Meredith, you've been doing some behind-the-scenes stuff, a little more behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Did you do anything for this movie? Yes, I second unit directed um, this movie, too. Oh, no. So, um, and I'm not credited for it because I'm fine with the second unit director credit, but a bunch of the small roles they let me cast in this one. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, when we when if we if we get to that part, I'll point out the people that I got to cast. Oh, cool! That's great. Yeah. I'm just gonna forward you my resume right now, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta tell you, it was good to have the wrong movies are some of my favorite movies to talk about on this podcast. Agreed. Because the wrong movies never disappoint. <laughs> it's like, they, they never do you wrong. It was satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> this movie was like the perfect good meal, you know? I mean, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was very satisfying. <laughs> and it took, I tell you, because the name of this movie is The Wrong Life Coach, it definitely had, the, the movie definitely had a strong opinion about. <laughs> Life coach. <laughs> yes, it really did. I <laughs> loved it, was it. Not in the middle. I love and, and we'll get into this when we get into the movie, but I loved it as a storytelling device because mm-hmm. it gives license to not having to know a lot about what that profession actually does to be able to let that character do fun, crazy lifetime things. And the thing is, one of the things that is mentioned several times is that you don't have to have qualifications. <laughs> right. Be yeah. a life coach. Yeah, and that's my point. I Googled yeah. it, and it's absolutely right. You do not need qualifications. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you, you could, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So people, I mean, people that give Instagram advice are, pro- are probably our life coaches. I I used to work for a person uh, who was my boss who got driven out of the radio industry for some uh, possibly illegal things, and she restarted as a, a life coach. Wow. <laughs> like a month later. Yeah. Wow. A month wow. later. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, and this, and the movie was set in L.A., and I can tell you from personal experience, I know several people who would have fallen for that easily. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. The the funny thing, I mean, yeah, because she she the only thing that they could have done to make it maybe more timely would be like have every like have her have 
like an Insta, you know, like, well, you know what I mean? Like some right. type of social media. I know she had, I know she had the website, which she had stolen from me, you know, mm-hmm. like, but, um, mm, but, still sorry about that, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, she worked for work. <laughs> In the back. Wow. Come on. And she doesn't, she didn't, and she's just a, a younger, taller version of me. Come on. <laughs> she, she does. I did think the, that you guys had kind of resemblance in a way. I, I totally noticed that oh, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they we I've had people on the internet be like, "So is your so I'm confused. There's two birthdays for you on the internet." And I'm like, uh, "Actually, I don't think so." And not any and they said, "Well, one there's and I go, "What are you talking about?" And then he, they said a year and I go, "No." And they and they and they they thought that I was her. They were oh, literally wow. confronting oh. me for having more than one birthday. And I was like, that is not me. That is a, a different actress. Well, wait till your birthday gets confused with Jack K. Harry's. Oh, yes. IA will probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> they can confuse me as an Emmy winner. You know, I think actually I think Jack K. is a daytime and primetime Emmy winner. She so. is. Well, she definitely won for uh Seven, yeah. She definitely won for two yeah. seven, and I and I know she's been nominated for Days of Our Lives. I'm not yes. sure if I if she's won, but I know she's been nominated. I watch Jack Hay every day as you Pauline do? Price. <laughs> I love the mayor of Salem. Seven. I love. I thought she was so hilarious on two two seven. That's yeah. like you know Mary. That's my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> We for this well, podcast we watched the pilot of her spinoff. Yeah, what was that? That was what it, the it was show? it was called it was called Jack K, I think. It was called, yeah, it was called Jack K. And she was working in a gym. Was that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Well, you will She's, be happy to know that on yes. Days of Our Lives, she lit Paulina Price lives in Penthouse 227. No. And Marla Gibbs plays her mother. Wow. She's the that's mother of cool. Jack I okay. love yes. that little nod to 227. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, well, I guess before we continue, Kurt, do we have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. All right, I found out something a little more salacious since we're doing a wrong movie today. So uh, <laughs> I don't usually... Well, here's the headline. Black China ex-boyfriend exposes Tokyo Tony thirsting for her sloppy seconds. Oh. Now, this is from <laughs> this is from TMZ. We usually don't, don't uh, go to TMZ. Uh, okay, so Black China, a.k.a. Angela White's mother, Tokyo Tony, is sneaking behind her back, hoping to get into her daughter's ex-boyfriend's pants. At least... That's what these leaked DMs suggest. China and rapper Little Twin Hector dated for a couple of years before breaking up in 2020. But on Thursday, he confirmed his claims that Tonio, that Tony was sending him explicit DMs on Instagram by posting the explicit DMs on Instagram for all the world to see. Very nasty work on display. Tony initially hit up Twin, apparently threatening to take a flight just to beat up her daughter which prompted Twin <laughs> to send her a passionate message asking to fill her heart with love. Um, do you guys understand this so far? To me, this is a yeah. little Yes, okay, basically right, this is a plot of a Lifetime movie. Yes. 
for some reason, I find this difficult to follow. All right, no, anyway, it turned out to be bait for a thirst trap. Tokyo swore up and down China was jealous of her natural body and then bared it all in the DMs in an attempt to arouse Twin. Uh, the breaking point for Twin came when Tokyo sent him a clip of her while covered in blankets and pounding on her poom poom. Um, what? What is what it says. I Wait. don't know. Well, what could it be? Let's do the process of elimination. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Hector was sorry. I, I don't mean to be rude. I'm just uh, I, I just editorializing. Okay. Now I Hector legitimately was so want to know what it is. <laughs> well, look it up. You, you look, if I look up poom poom, I look up poom poom. That's going to be um, my my search engine is going to be filled with with poom poom for the next year. Yeah. I feel like if I do a search for the phrase "pounding the poom poom," I'm going to be served a warrant. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, Hector was so disgusted that he made a distract diss slash video titled Miss Tony and included the DMs as visual evidence. So they have that here to, <laughs> to watch. Uh, neither China nor Tony have responded to the latest unfolding. But is it really that surprising for mothers and daughters to have the same taste in men? And that's it. And that's why we don't go to TMZ too often. Well, so short and salacious. But we've been doing a lot of uplifting Black China stuff, but in the in the um, tradition of the wrong movies. Right. <laughs> we I don't even story. is I don't even know who Black China is. Is that the baby mama of Rob Kardashian? Well, be careful! Yes. I yes. said that. I said Very that one good. time, and then I had to do these updates every week. I think Meredith only knows through osmosis of having been on our show where we talk about her. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who she is. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and we do the news stories every episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and 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 Black China's been through a transition. Yes, she's a new woman. Oh, oh well, another type of transition. Yeah, she's she's a lot healthier these days. Yes, she's oh. a lot healthier. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm I'm happy to hear it. Anywho, <laughs> let's get into this. The okay. wrong life coach. This movie is right. So, Loved it. Here we go. We start off with something that we have not seen in a very long time, a cold open. Or yes. would this be considered a cold open? This is definitely a cold open. So we see a woman in a blue out. We see a woman, and I wrote, she's wearing a blue outfit. She's not wearing a hoodie. <laughs> um, but then she factors in later in the movie. Um... And she's going into a house. We hear the menacing music. She then says, I knew it. And then we see an arm with a baseball bat. And she hits her in the back of the head with a baseball bat. And I knew they're back. The wrong movies. <laughs> she probably got a concussion. Now, not to skip ahead, but later on, someone gets hit in the head in the back with a bat, mm -hmm. and they get knocked out. That I bat can't find, <laughs> I can't find anything online that um, as evidence that that would actually work. You can get, like, hit the back in the back of your neck, and it might knock you out. <laughs> but this person got hit in the back. That bat anyway. was very busy. Sorry, anyway. It's he also possible. Passed out from the, he passed yeah. out from the pain. It's also um, possible yes. that he, he was hit more than once, but the others were edited out for time. Yeah, that that well, bat that bat had a lot of 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 work. 
bat got a lot of screen time in this, yeah. huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've bat. ever seen them use a bat before, have we? Shovels for sure. I got, I got, I whacked, I, I got whacked with a shovel in um, Dangerous Medicine. It was pretty can, awesome. Just yeah. like we, black and fall back. How do they do it? Is it like a styrofoam shovel or? With, with that, we did. I just, it, it was just an illusion. I didn't come up. I was, she was, I was, she was rounding a corner. I came up this far, the back swing. And I fall back, and the camera doesn't see that the bat never really hit me. It just—it didn't even get close. Okay, but yeah, we don't normally see a lot of chloroform. Love the chloroform. Yeah, this movie uh, was missing black hoodies. Yeah, I—I'm a little upset about that, Meredith. <laughs> that our 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 villain in this movie, no black hoodie, uh, and no jacket. Right, <laughs> Jason. I mean, we got everything else. So, so we start off, and we're in we're in the stable. We're in stables, and we see two ladies talking, um, and one of them is named Jamie, right? One of them is named Jamie, and one of them is named Jordan. Is, and so, can I ask a question? Did it say the script? <laughs> Scene opens with a stable environment, and they took it literally and had a scene stable or stable. No, I, no. I, it's no, interesting because I think that must be a location. It feels like it is. They've used it in other movies. Yeah, yeah it feels yeah, like yeah. that stable is a, a location they've used before. I also wonder what it, I, I don't know if you remember. Shot. Was there something in the script where? someone or something else gets gets hurt because there is a, um there's one character that that seems surprised by something that sees something but I don't think we ever reveal what that is and that might tie it sure into the stables uh, I don't recall anyone I don't recall anyone getting hurt at the stables okay because the, uh, the the character we oh. just met in this opening uh, pre-credit sequence, the uh-huh. one that gets whacked in the head, right before she's whacked in the head, she's very surprised at seeing something. And I don't think we ever find out what that was. Oh. It wasn't just being surprised at whoever was whacking her? She didn't know the person was whacking her when she was surprised. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused by that. <laughs> I'll, 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 right. I'll point it out explicitly when we get. Uh, yeah, when, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So, so anyway, the two ladies are talking, and one of them is telling the other one how she has this new boss. The boss is very demanding. Um, you know, the boss is very demanding, giving her a hard time. Um, and then the next day, Jordan wakes up. Next, well, she's actually it, it, she's watching her boyfriend sleep. Oh, yeah. And then he wakes up, and they start talking, and he inadvertently asks her to marry him. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Sort of. And you could tell that it was a sorta because then she's kind of like, well, I sort of want to marry you, but I'm not sure. Would you call that like a passive aggressive proposal? Yes. And a passive aggressive answer. 
<laughs> I think he was just fishing. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but no. I, I, but that's yeah. you know her answer back. I don't think that's the answer that you want to hear. <laughs> no. Well, which is why you go fishing then. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She didn't really say no because she said I'm not really sure. Ask. Right, yeah, because he, it's not like he had a ring. He was just fishing before mm. he bought the ring. No, that's a good idea, I guess. <laughs> that's basically, you know, it's a yes or no sort of a thing. Well, that, that, I mean, that should raise a red flag for anyone. If, if you ask them to marry you and their response is like when you're looking at a menu and you just open, you're like, ah, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, have a minute. Wait, he- is that kind of like when someone says, I love you and you, all you can say is thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guilty. So, so- so then she goes home. No, she's home. Oh no, she's oh, no, she's at home. That's right, she's at home. And we find out that her mom is living with her. Oh, that's right, because she's telling. She's then explains her mom is living with her right now because her dad died. I see dead people. And <laughs> and her mom is Tracy Nelson. Her yes, mom is Tracy Nelson. And and it was like I was like, hi, Tracy. <laughs> And then her mom, and 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 her mom is kind of, uh, kind of over her. <laughs> That's the feeling that. I, <laughs> well, her mother has her ear to the door too, and she's listening to everything. That's, well, that's I don't. Happening. Not necessarily ear to the door. Maybe she can just hear those things because they're very audible. Right. Well, yeah, because first the mom, her mom was like, you know, listen, you got to be at work in an hour. And then the mom is like, uh, by the way, um, I didn't hear you having sex twice. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like the mom. She looks like she could work. I mean, rather than just like hanging around the house. She's in mourning. Yeah, mourning. Mm-hmm. Also, well, judging it's, by... It's going to be active. For whatever, <laughs> like, whatever Jordan's job was, she must have been getting paid a pretty penny because that was a big house in L.A. Oh, yeah, that was a beautiful house. Especially there for are always person. beautiful big houses yeah. in Lifetime movies. Yeah. You know that. I know. I love it. <laughs> but, I mean, if, yeah. if her daughter can afford a house that big, and she's probably, what, in her 30s, uh, mom can certainly afford a house. But, but then Jordan told her mom about, you know, uh, Peter, her boyfriend, fishing for information about getting married. And her mom, actually, Tracy gave her some good advice. And she said, if you don't feel like making a decision right now, then don't make the decision. Okay. So, so we find out that her boss is named, Ter- she calls her boss Tara the Taskmaker. And Tara the Taskmaker is none other than Vivica A. Fox. And so I've always said what watching watching um, the wrong movie that you can tell what kind of, of character Vivica is going to be by her hair. So, <laughs> you know, so if it's like really short, she's like a no-nonsense person or a cop. And if it's really like big and like she's like a fun character now this she had a sassy bob 
which I took to mean I took to mean that she means business. She's not messing around. I, I, I thought it was the marrying of those worlds. She means business, but she could let her hair down if given the chance. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, I teach that at the actor's studio these days. Hair acting. <laughs> What? Yeah, you start with the hair. Instead of starting with the shoes, you start with the it hair. Works. Yeah. And, and so, what was it? Because she, she said, "Why did she say less talking, less talking, and more implementing?" She said that to Jordan, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, she did say it to Jordan. I don't remember why. Jordan just <clears throat> would anytime Tara would ask her something, Jordan would get tongue tied instantly and was just really intimidated by her. <clears throat> So she almost fires Jordan because she's because she feels Jordan may have a problem with her style, right? Because Jordan said something about her old boss Jim, and Tara's <laughs> like, uh, "Well, Jim is not here anymore. <laughs> Jim's gone." Well, Tara. Not only did Tara have great hair, she had a gr- uh, there was like a really cool uh, like wood paneling behind her. I want that for my home. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, didn't I have that. to go back and look at that. Yeah. It was like a unique, <laughs> like, art deco-y kind of design, but in a really deep brown wood paneling. Oh. Okay. Oh, I have to go back and look at that, yeah. So one thing that I noticed about this movie is a lot of people came in hot. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like this conversation, you know, Tara literally was like, maybe this isn't the job for you. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Fast-paced world. wound up. Somebody pulled the string in the scene before, and now we're seeing the result of that. I'm like, wow. Well, this is this is the workforce in a, in a post COVID world. You know, everyone was cooped up for a little bit, and now they don't know how to interact with each other. Because hmm. I was like, I was like, damn, what she said wasn't that bad. <laughs> it worked up. Oh, and so then. We see the woman who was in the cold open who got hit in the head with a bat. We find out her name is Nat. Yes. And so we and Nat and Jordan are co-workers. Jordan confides in Nat. And Nat's like, you know what? Let's go get some coffee. You know, let's go take a break and go get some coffee. So And she sa- suggests it's because she hasn't been for her there in the last year. Yeah. Been there for her. Mm-hmm. Right. So then basically this means that her her father passed away and she was probably awkward. Is that what? Yeah. yeah and and we get confirmation she of that in the movie. She handled death very well. This okay. uh, her best friend, Nat. Got it. <laughs> so. And I, I'm uh, sorry. I don't know the actress's name, but I know that we've seen her in other Lifetime movies as well. Oh, yeah. She's an absolute. Uh, her actual name is Jamie. Even okay. though the, there's a character named Jerry, that's Jane, and she's a she's a lifetime ensemble regular too. Yeah, definitely oh. seen her before. So, so then we're at the the like it's like a diner, coffee house type place, Patsy's, and um, Jordan's in line. She's trying to decide, and the woman behind her starts talking to her, and she's like, you know. Uh, wow, there's so many choices. And then she starts kind of talking to her and Jordan is like, well, I had a tough morning. And then she starts doing 
life coach speak, you know, like what was it <laughs> a scale on a scale from one to ten? What was it? <laughs> and, and then she then she you know, she's like, Well, I suggest you get a mocha and why don't you get a cookie as well and treat yourself and then have a light lunch later. Yeah. Yeah. She says, skip lunch so you can have a short break cookie and then there's like a circle of shame starts like she goes to order the for the cookie and the barista is like whoa shame that's her. Like, yeah that's, yeah, that that's, was, that's a lot of i know i'm working was, here but that's a lot of calories that was my uh, that was my casting i think that's Tr- tracy stevens i thought she was excellent oh she's great yeah. we've seen her yeah. in other lifetime movies as well before haven't we well she she uh, this is her first lifetime but she's Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. But one, of, she was in an an up TV film with me recently okay. too. Um, no, I, she looked familiar. I thought, I thought we had seen her before. That she was great. Been so harsh. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it was a little harsh. Well, yeah. You don't want a barista <laughs> judging your calories. Right. Sure. Yeah, but, but no, no, I understand. Yeah, she's she did a good job. The, the lines, like the character, was hard, but she played it like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I'm just helping you out, girl. Like, well, then she but, got shamed. Like, but the funny thing is, yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, this since this movie is set in L.A., even though she shamed her, it didn't sound out of the ordinary. I could totally <laughs> see that happen. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I can totally see it happening, not even coming from a place of you shouldn't eat all that sugar, but more from a place of like, you seem like you, you're in here all the time. You're normally pretty hesitant. What gives? Right. What the hell is wrong with you? You're ordering a cookie? <laughs> Maybe that is how it is in L.A. You said people don't eat in public in L.A. sometimes, right? Oh, they you don't eat like a sweet. We I, we need to tell the audience what this is. This is the anniversary of. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is well, the ten yeah, year anniversary of me being caught on film eating cake at the Abbey. What? Oh, you're, you're caught on film. Yes, my friend texted me the Mr. next. Bells. So the backstory, Meredith, is you know the uh, the Abbey famous gay bar here in yeah. West Hollywood. They yeah. have pastries there. And yeah. you, know, you go and you have pastries, but one one night after going to a couple of different parties where there was cake, and inadvertently I didn't get any, uh, <laughs> I'm, I meet up with friends. We see Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen out because it's Golden Globes weekend, and so we oh. try to chase them and get photos of them or talk to them. Doesn't happen. We end up at the Abbey. It's like one a.m. I've had a few drinks, and I decide I want cake now. And the Abbey on a Friday night is full-blown nightclub. And I'm just standing there next to the dance floor at this very cool nightclub, chowing down on cake. And the next morning, my friend texted me and said, for the record, I didn't get any pictures of Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, but I did get pictures of you eating cake at the Abbey, lit by a flash on somebody else's camera. Wow, that's awesome. So it, it's just embarrassing, but it's a 10-year-old blackmail material. <laughs> I thought, do they even, do they really, do they sell cake at the Abbey or did you they just do. start notching on no, selling they out do. No, they do. No, no, they oh, do. Okay. That's, they <laughs> used to be only a coffee house until like the late 90s. Oh, okay. And the cakes, they, and the cakes are like good looking cakes. <laughs> Big, <laughs> giant pieces. Too. As they should be at the Abbey. Mm. Like I, you know, not like I've had a, a piece or two of Abbey cake in my day, but... <laughs> So I've heard. 
don't even want to admit it. So this is the anniversary of that. It is 10 years. Happy anniversary. 10 years. 10 years. Oh, yeah. Wow. But Meredith, if Kirk, if Kurt ever comes to town, we are taking him to the Abbey. Oh, I want to go. I, I mean, I've I been to the we'll Abbey, but I haven't been in a number of years. Let's do it. We'll all go. We'll watch yeah. Kurt eat a slice of cake. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, so then after Jordan walks away, um, the, the Liz, the life coach, like yells at, yells at the woman at the counter. And, and she's like... And she's like, why don't you make the damn coffee and leave the advice to me? Yeah. <laughs> That'll teach her. Coming in hot. Circle of shame. Because you want a, mo- a tall, model-esque blonde, you know, <laughs> telling you, yeah, don't shame this girl. Right. <laughs> right. Actually, and we're going to get to this, the one that really came in hot was the scene in the, the waiter in the restaurant. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Oh, that another guy he, found? He, he was punished for it. It is good. <laughs> he was punished for maybe overreacting. Yeah, he like, like that part, which we'll get to. I was kind of like, you know, in that a guy. way, I actually don't blame her for that. One. <laughs> yeah, that was a, yeah. He's he's in his last nerve. <laughs> And, uh, well, you know what? Not unlike L.A. waiters, either. Right. Oh. Because Bill, Bill is an L.A. waiter. That's why I cast him. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> These people are great. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, so, so, so then, um, so, Liz, so um, Liz, the, the life coach, uh, she's like, hey, you're Jordan Roberts, and you were a cheerleader. And we find out that they went to high school together. But Jordan didn't remember her. And so they start talking, like, what are you up to? And Jordan says what she does for a living. And Liz is like, oh, I'm a life coach now. And, you know, I mostly coach my students on Zoom. And then Liz mentions her life coach. Her life coach, Rhonda Wilkes. Right. Played by Meredith. Played by <laughs> Meredith. And, and I, so I, was, I was happy to hear that. that awesome. uh, oh, no. Have we met you in the movie yet? We're about to. Oh, okay. To. okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I heard, I heard the mention of her life coach, Rhonda Wilkes, knowing the title of the movie, I knew we were going to eventually meet someone from her past and that it would probably be you or be this character. Yeah. So, cause yeah, this conversation, uh, cause Jordan, cause when um, Liz mentioned her life coach and Jordan was like, so you're a life coach, but you have a life coach. Yeah. And she slipped like, up. Didn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, Rhonda Wilson. That's, like the, Sopranos. That's <laughs> like the Sopranos when Tony Soprano was talking to this therapist. She said, she is a therapist. He's like, wait a minute. You have a therapist. I don't think that's coming up, though. My therapist is a therapist. I actually think my therapist therapist referred me to my therapist. I'm sorry, who's at first? (laughs) What? (laughs) I I was going to make a comment about my, the the guy I see, but I'm afraid he listens. Yeah, no, my therapist is amazing, but I, and I've seen her for years, but I think I, I think I called her therapist first and her therapist referred me to her. 
Oh, that's oh funny. God. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't think it's bad that a life coach would have a life coach. A barber is going to have to see somebody else to cut their hair. <laughs> I know. A doctor probably can't perform surgery on themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it the reason why therapists have therapists is because they get so much information from other people that they need to process it so they don't hold on yeah. to it? Yeah. So or that's oh and and but I and I think or they become therapists because they've grown and cha- they 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 mm-hmm. um they they've evolved so much hopefully from their therapist. I mean, let's get real. There's a lot of bad therapists out there. As many bad therapists as there, I'm sure bad life coaches. There, oh yeah. yeah, and I would think I wouldn't think I know that a lot of people get into. Uh, professions like that because they th- feel them they themselves have problems in the brain and they're trying to figure themselves out. Right. Well, I guess so. <laughs> makes well, sense. Li- Liz definitely had some problems in the brain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but not a therapist, just a life coach. Just a life coach. No credentials needed. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. She should have gone to a therapist that her insurance might have covered therapy. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, so so then Liz tells Jordan that she's actually looking for clients. And she's like, listen, well, I'm looking for clients on referral. You know what I could do? I can work with you and I won't even charge you. And then you can recommend me to other people, which actually sounds like a legit sort of a thing. Since Liz was new back, Liz had mentioned she was new. She was returning to town. So she hadn't been there a long time. So that makes sense. It's like dental school. You go there to save right. money and going to the dentist, and what? <laughs> Jordan's going to a free life coach oh. to get her life in order. Great. And then she gives she gives Jordan uh, Liz gives Jordan her number, and then Jordan does what a lot of people do, which I guess is sort of a mistake. Where she looked her up online, and she had a um, she had a video about herself. So Jordan, I guess, took that to mean that she was legit. Oh, yeah. that's, and so as she's watching, Vivica walks by and catches her on her computer online. And Vivica says, "Well, maybe if you didn't take that coffee break, I would have she whatever work she needed." That's right. <laughs> Too much uh, horsing around. Yeah. So then, had to call back to the stables, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Glad someone was paying attention. Because <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, now it's now here it comes. So, so, so then Rhonda calls Liz, and she's yes. like, "Why didn't you tell me that you moved?" And Rhonda, now, Meredith, why, Meredith, why are you so invested in? In this Liz, you're just, you're afraid she's going to wreak havoc, or? Well, yeah, because I mean, it, it, the, we find out that I've been spending every session about practically about this girl's obsession with her high school rival. Like she's so. I think I mean we. I don't want to jump ahead, but I I, I 
we won't jump ahead. But I'm I'm invested because okay. I know yeah. this girl's got some major problems. Okay, you know that somebody, you know that somebody could be in danger. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get it. You you know that she's cuckoo bananas. <laughs> um, Real sensitive. Another sensitive mental health uh, term. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and, but because and Mer- and and wrote and Rhonda's is like, listen, we're not done. We got a lot of we got more work to do. And, and then Liz is like, I'm removing my obstacle, and then the menacing music starts. And. and mm-hmm. And that I was like, uh oh, we're in trouble now. Yeah. Because <laughs> then Rhonda's like, are you talking about who I think you're talking about? <laughs> so, so then we are back at Jordan's house, and Jordan's talking to her mother, and she's like, Mom, I'm meeting with a life coach. And Mom is like, it's a scam. Like, she didn't even like, entertain it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her Although nonsense, I loved it. I, I I like Lifetime showing seniors as not being the ones to fall for scams. Right, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Still, so I wrote a comment once again. She needs a job. She needs to get out and you know, stay active, and because I think she's got it on the ball. She could she could be you know she could do some stuff rather but than she's being she's helping out around the house. Yeah. She, she retired. Make sure we're cleaning and stuff. She I oh, mean okay. Do we That's know her job. age? She she could be retired. No, like she yeah. looks like she's like she's not like a uh, she's not like a sloth. She's like ha- helping out and stuff around the house. Oh, oh, that has value. Yeah, I mean, maybe there are scenes that, that were cut from the movie where she's out there like cutting the lawn. Right. <laughs> yeah. It should be. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad she's doing something. <laughs> oh, so so Liz and um. And Jordan decided to meet for drinks. Uh, so she goes and she meets Liz for drinks. And as she sits down, she realizes that she was actually supposed to go out with Nat and accidentally blew her off. But she was like, oh, well. And so Liz had already, uh, Jordan was a little late. So Liz had already ordered and Jordan's like, well, I'm not really hungry. I'll just order a salad. And so the waiter comes up and she's like, can I get a just a house salad with no onions? Um, and so then they start talking and Liz is like, oh, you live with your mother? And she's like, oh, you know, mom lives with me since my dad died. I see dead people. <laughs> And then Liz is like, oh, someone in my life died too. Mm. And then they start talking about, Liz starts talking about manifesting. And she like does like a little manifesting exercise with her. And then the waiter comes up and he gives her the salad and walks away. And Liz is like, and Jordan's like, oh, he put onions on it. And I said not to. And then Jordan's like, send it back. And she's like, not only... Mm-mm. I not only want you to send it back, I want you to ask him to take it off the bill. <laughs> Don't yeah. be doing that. Don't do it. And, she has her doing breathing exercises, too, before yeah, you send yeah. that back to breathe. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, they did a whole thing. And then... Bad idea. And, and Jordan doesn't want to do it. Jordan's like, you know, I'll just pick him off. It's no big deal. Just I don't want to confront this no. guy. 
Don't spit in your salad, man. And, and so, so the guy comes back and she's like, um, excuse me, you know, there's onions on my salad. And he starts yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> like, and then she's like, and, and I also want this taken off my bill. And he starts really yelling at her. Like, it's a little <laughs> restaurant. Yes. And then the manager comes up and the manager's like, um, I, I'm so sorry. And he I fires that the guy. guy. But That's the guy needed to be fired. That manager guy is the guy who owns Virgin Virgin Records or Virgin Airlines. What's his name? <laughs> Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. Richard Branson. Yeah. Look like Richard Branson. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Richard Branson got cast in this movie. Wait, that he's like he's about forty years younger than Richard Branson, or maybe yeah. thirty. Oh, I, yeah, maybe. Hey, I cast him too. That's my friend. Tom. Well, you know Richard Branson. Oh, well, sorry. Well, no, maybe that's that's a compliment. Hey, if you're casting people, Jason, don't you have a little audition tape of somebody? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. 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 He has a someone... cake eating audition tape. I need to see. Don't don't we have someone who previously played a played a park ranger? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may have played this for Meredith in the past. This is little... our, our favorite line delivery ever in a Lifetime movie. And we have named a, an acting academy after after this uh, actress. That's not possible. This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. <laughs> could, you, could you put her in the next movie? You have to tell me. I'll have to look up the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, that was from wait, Killer it, Vacation. Oh. <laughs> but, but anyway, this waiter deserved to be fired. He sure did. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I mean... But then he calls her a... Oh, now I won't jump ahead. Yeah. Well... We're not jumping too far. Oh, ahead. so so yeah. what? Well, right yeah, after right after that happens. Yeah, he definitely deserved to be fired. And you know, the manager said this is something like the third time this week or something. Right. Yeah. So you know they had. So then they talk more. They take a selfie. Um, Jordan leaves, and then um, no. Before Jordan leaves, leaves there's a there's a woman that walks up to the table. And recognizes both Jordan and Liz. Oh, right. Names oh, them right, both. Right. Uh, her name is Patty. She was a cheerleader with Jordan and presumably Liz. Oh. Uh, and she's back in town and she's picking up shifts at this restaurant. And Liz is like super uncomfortable with the fact that Patty recognized her. Yeah. And then they ended. Yeah. And they were on the cheerleading squad. Yeah. Um, so, so then, yeah. So Jordan leaves and then. Uh, Liz goes back into the kitchen and the waiter's like, the waiter's like, you got me fired. But then he runs up on Liz like he's going to punch her. Yeah. <laughs> he's already fired. But, but, <laughs> Go for but she, tased, she tased him. <laughs> she tased him. But the thing is, I would have tased him too because he did, he totally ran up on her like he was going to hit her. Less yeah, it's he was so like, he, yeah, he was like, you got me fired. And then, bitch. you know, bitch. 
and then he got tased. Now, if you were tasing somebody, I'm asking this to all of you, if you were in that position and somebody charged at you and you were able to grab your taser and tase them, would you then follow that up with the words, I am a powerful woman watching you shake at my feet? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'd of say Of course. Every time I've tased someone, I say something like that. Yes, okay. Because that yeah. is what Liz said when she tased him. She's, she's, she's learned really good self-talk from Rhonda Wilkes. Yeah. Who has Rhonda tased? How many, how many of her clients has Rhonda had to tase? Rhonda should have had a taser. We find out later, Rhonda should have had a taser in her lap. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, she's like the um, Anthony Robbins of tasing. <laughs> Just watch them yeah. quiver at your feet. <laughs> she's she's super effective with her clients, but also super paranoid. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, but yeah, so that yeah, so this, I was like, I was like Team Liz, actually. <laughs> so then the next day, it, I oh, I loved the scene because the next day we see Jordan and she's waking up. And she's peaceful and she's happy. And you expect to see like birds come and bring her her nightgown, you know. Yeah, little animated birds. Yeah. Right. And then they cut to Liz and she's like waking up and she's already like having a psychotic episode. She's a, <laughs> she has a destiny to be fulfilled. You are you brave. Know, some of the people online noticed that they thought, come on. They, they thought, come on, you couldn't recognize that Liz doesn't have her shit together. You know, messy hair doesn't, you know, like, you know, that people thought that it was, she obviously didn't have her shit together. Her hair is a mess when she walks into the coffee shop, you know. But, okay, I hate, I hate to sound, I hate to sound, uh, I hate, I hate to talk in general, generalizations, but this movie was set in Topanga, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Yeah. That's what the police so station like, was, at least. Topanga, yeah. you would see somebody. How would I put it? Topanga, at a coffee shop in Topanga, yeah. Topanga's a little more earthy. Right. It's an earth. It's an earthy part of LA. So <laughs> it wouldn't be weird to see somebody with like tousled hair in Topanga. I took that. Yeah, I took that yeah. as like. Topanga, uh, attractive woman that's like just come from yoga class because the hair wasn't that messed up. It was just like, oh, right. that's a little so like. interesting because as as Los Angelinos or yeah. Los Angelino transplants, you see, you caught that. Yeah. But to like anywhere else in the world. Well, um, I didn't catch it. I'm it's not LA. No, I caught it with the police yeah. station. But that's interesting. That that's a good that's a good point. You could be a wardrobe designer, Les. <laughs> 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 in my next life. <laughs> um, oh, 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 so wait, where am I? Oh, um, so um, Liz gets a text from Rhonda, and Rhonda is just on this. Rhonda is like, you are not returning my call. <laughs> and then, um, Nat, so then we go back to Jordan's house. Nat comes over. Um, she's taught, uh, Jordan apologizes. They're talking. She feels like a big bag of garbage. <laughs> but I, but this is, I love always the difference between Lifetime and Hallmark movies because 
in this movie, George uh, Jordan tells Nat, I met someone. And then um, she's like, it's a woman. And then Nat's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, no, a life coach. And then Nat gets mad. And Nat's like, you know, you should be coming to me for that stuff. And then... Jordan kind of shaded her for a second, didn't she? Oh, that's right, she did. Uh, Yeah, tried to. That's right, she did. So then Liz shows up at her house, which is weird. Mm -hmm. And Liz is like... um, Because the night before, Jordan had talked about going for a walk... And so Liz was like, well, you know, I, I remembered our conversation about going for a walk. And so I decided to go for a walk. I went walking down the street and I saw your car. And then Tracy Nelson, her mom, the mom's like, oh, well, it's like Grand Central Station in here. What's going on? <laughs> Someone doesn't know what that is. Who, who didn't know what that was? No, that I thought it was, it was life coach Liz just being like, she was totally seeing that she was getting shade from the mom. That's what that, she was just wow. like, I don't know what that means, but okay. And um, so um, Liz was like to Jordan, well, since I'm here, why don't we start our first session? And Jordan's like, well, we're on our way. We're actually on our way to brunch. And then Liz is like, well, you know, I am going out of town so Jordan's like, well, can we just schedule for, for next week? And Liz is like, well, I am going out of town. So, <laughs> you know, you may want to just do it now. And then I loved that Tracy Nelson's character is like, wait, no, that's rude. She's that's- right. Yeah. Totally right. I, I love that. And, and so then. Um, Matt is being shot on. Yeah. yeah. She's just. Putting up with it. Isn't that That's a Dr. Cool. Seuss book? Matt on chat. Matt was shot. Then I was hit with a bat. <laughs> it's the Dr. Seuss version of this movie. So, what was this? So, I have here visual, visualization inner winner. <laughs> that sounds funny to me. But I think what was happening was um, they were. They were trying to visualize things. I don't know. It says, I have, what do you want professionally? So I think that's what, that's one of yeah, the things she, that she's, Liz she, was asking her. She knows that the one of the source of Liz's problems right now is job. And of course, as she's asking Liz or uh, Jordan these questions about her job, she's getting a barrage of emails from uh, Vivica, Tara, uh, and, and she's just like kind of not focused during their session. And, and Jordan is, is a big... Dummy, like Red Fox would say, she gives, she tells Liz what her password is. I know. What? Oh no, Liz looked at it and then she says, "Oh yeah, yeah." With my birthday, she 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 told her what it was. Yeah, yes. totally. You can't do that. If yeah, somebody, made- well, first of all, when you're looking over someone's phone. <clears throat> You, and right. you're stealing their password. You don't let them know you are. <laughs> yeah. Then, then she walks out of the room. Jordan, Jordan walks out of the room, and Liz starts sucking on a piece of candy on the t- <laughs> <laughs> puts in the bowl, and she doesn't like it. So she puts it back, and then by chance, by chance, Jordan is in the mood for a piece of candy and grabs the same exact one. It goes, oh, it's sticky. 
<laughs> but then also <laughs> stuck it back in the bowl in her own house. Yeah. <laughs> it's, going, it's going through. It's it's going through a third generation of a candy eater. Going to be sucking on that. What was it anyway? I don't know I how that COVID it. spread. It's like a hard candy. It was a gumball. It was just a hard gun wrapped candy. Yeah. I think it was a control thing. That it must have been a control thing that uh, Rhonda Rhonda taught her. <laughs> be the dominant. How to be the alpha? Suck a candy, put it back, leave a little of your saliva. See, when I first read that in the script, I thought, I thought it was going to be something like a plant for DNA. Like when I first read that in the script, oh. I was like, a DNA thing. Like she's gonna get. I don't know. Like I thought it was gonna come back as a DNA thing, but no, it was wow. just a. Con- it was just a no. weird control. That, thing. I, I think you were setting up how insane. Yeah. Um, this this girl really is. I love that that was in the script. That that actually felt like a an unscripted moment <laughs> that they liked. So they they paid it off afterwards with uh, with Rhonda picking one up. I mean uh, Jordan rather. Yeah. I yeah that I don't think so. That's great. Not since we shot this after COVID, like oh, oh yeah. that's true. <laughs> oh that's true. You're just sucking I, yeah. on the candies. <laughs> so so Jordan is telling Liz all of her business. All of it. I think she's talking about Peter and she's like, you know, Peter wants to get engaged, but I'm not ready yet, but I don't want to lose him. And then Liz tells Jordan, well, you know, you've got to fulfill his other need. What's you know, sex. She's like, yeah, she tells it her, you gotta get better at sex. That could like, open up a whole bunch of floodgates. Like, like, step up your not game. Just, not just one floodgate. You got this, like, Noah's Ark is exploding. <laughs> <laughs> at least in my mind. Now, listeners at home, <laughs> do not take ex- let people take explicit photos of you. Yeah, Ever. Like she, she makes Ever. bad choices. Ever. Well, she needs a life coach. She sure does. A life coach is not supposed to take nude pictures of you but, <laughs> on their phone. They weren't nude. They kept calling them nudes. Don't wear yeah, clothing if you're nude. Not. Okay, we have to use your imagination. Do not yeah, let more. people take They were in more boudoir shoots. Yeah. They were quite tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, They're like a Sears catalog. Do not do boudoir photos <laughs> on someone else's phone. True story. Bad boundaries. Your your counselor shouldn't be taking pictures, risque pictures of you. No, because haven't you learned? People get mad sometimes, and when they have those pictures in their phone, they use them. Haven't you learned from (laughs) from teenagers? Yeah, like all all of those teenagers taking boudoir photos. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so she takes boudoir photos in like a in like a bra and panties mm-hmm. and and she then um liz tells her to send them to peter and so she sends them to peter and then liz says i mean then jordan says to liz don't forget to delete them from your phone and like i said do not let people take pictures of you like that on their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's honest, though. She says, 
don't forget to delete the photos. And her answer is, I won't. That's what she said. <laughs> Not going to do it. Yeah. See, what, what Jordan should have done is, is gone and had these taken at like an Olin Mills. Or, right. or, or remember Glamour Shots? Glamour Shots, yeah. Glamour Shots. Shots. I don't know what yeah. that is. Olin Mills was like a chain. It was. It's like going to the Sears Portrait Studio. Like oh, they have like those those cheesy backdrops. Like one is your family is doing their family photo, but you're in a forest, uh, or you might be like in outer space, or cowboy, or or just like a, a or like bookshelves mm-hmm. or like a playroom for kids that doesn't exist. But yeah, okay. I miss okay. those. J. G. Penney, Sears. Mm-hmm. Sh- sh- my mom, we used to go do those. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, so, so then Liz is like Liz is chanting, like doing affirmation chants, and then Rhonda calls again, and Rhonda is like, "Liz, you are not a life coach." <laughs> what a motivator! And then, <laughs> <laughs> is like so wait um you're not coaching anybody are you and then that's when the lady was like you're fired <laughs> fires her uh, stunning so, so that she we, hadn't fired you before now yeah you weren't really working with her anymore right well she moved away without telling me okay you're I was making really? some money on those sessions yeah. and she really? had right. more work to do. You're holding right. all those clients. Okay. <laughs> so, so Peter and Jordan are at <laughs> dinner and they're still talking about um, not being ready to be married. And then um, Jordan is like, I bought some new clothes, underwear. And she's being like sexy and Peter's getting turned on. Then it's, then it's in the middle of a rainstorm, and they're in a, the car. Oh, that got pretty sexy, huh? Yeah. Yes. They were yeah. both very attractive. That The guy, uh, the actor, Hector David Jr., meow. Yeah, he's a, you know, he was a power ranger. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. As opposed to a power bottle. <laughs> <laughs> <As opposed to, laughs> never mind. No, no, never mind. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. Oh. You did. You did. I guess I did. I did. I did. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was sexy. That raid, raid scene. That's what happens when you send boudoir, boudoir shots. <laughs> so in a way, Liz is actually helping her. A oh. little. I actually um, think... Even I don't think she's trying to help her, but I think the early laying of the groundwork to derail her it is actually helping her. She is more confident. Okay. Until this next part. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. As I said, it was laying the groundwork. So, so, so there. So, so uh, Jordan's at work. She goes into Tara's office. She's like, well, can we talk? Let's talk about my goals. She's actually really motivated and take charge. And Tara liked that. Mm-hmm. She's like showing initiative. And that's another thing. She looked very professional. And so you could tell that Tara actually had some respect for her. She's starting to respect her. 
So then she's doing like an Insta, uh, Jordan's doing like an Insta story. And it's like, you know, get a life coach if you need one. Having a life coach has changed my life. And Nat's looking at the video and Nat's like rolling her eyes going, oh, brother, Ugh, whatever. So, so then we see Jordan and you can tell that she's getting yelled at on the phone by a client. And then she's talking to Liz and she's like, my boss still isn't happy with my work. And then Liz is like, well, you should quit. And Jordan's like, wait, what? And Liz is like, yeah, she doesn't appreciate you. You should just quit. So she goes in and she quits. And, Sorry, and Tara sure. looks at her like, are you? Are you stupid? Like, she didn't say that, but she's looking at her like, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and so she so she quits, and then Nat's like, what is going on with you? Are you okay? And then the next day, she's in, we see Jordan, and she's in, like, her workout wear. And her mom's like, well, why aren't you dressed for work? And Jordan's like, well, I quit my job. And then Tracy, Tracy Nelson. Like, Did you see the book she was reading? No. What was the book? <laughs> she she was reading a water damaged. It was clearly water damaged. It was a water damaged book on Henry the Eighth. Well, wow. maybe she brought it into the tub. Yeah. <laughs> I think she left it out during that rainstorm the other night. Yeah. <laughs> See that that's why she doesn't have a job. She's a scholar. Yeah. She's busy. Listen, I I'm not I don't want to give her a hard time. <laughs> like I said, at least like she cleans the house and stuff. So it's not like she's like just laying around being a slut. She's doing she's doing that house was spotless. Yeah. We don't know oh. if she's the one cleaning it. So so Nat at this point is talking to Jordan and she's like, Okay, what is your problem? Because you're acting strange and doing strange things. And then Jordan says, well, Liz says you might get jealous. And then Nat's like, listen, you don't even need a training to be a life coach. You know, what? what's your problem? <laughs> and so then Nat later runs into Liz. And Liz is like, good morning, Nat. And Nat says, my friends called me Nat. You can call me Natalie. Mm. And she then yells at Liz and like, I'm on to you, bitch. She doesn't say bitch, but <laughs> it's implied. No, she, it's implied. Yeah, yeah. I heard it. So so then uh Jordan is having a session with Liz, and Liz is like, Don't let Peter trap you. And so now she's kind of starting to poison her mind about Liz. And, um, oh no, Liz is starting to, oh, Liz, Liz is, starting is starting to poison, to poison Jordan's Peter. mind about Jordan's Peter. mind about Peter. And at this point, Tracy hates Liz, like hates her. So then we see Nat and she's sneaking around Liz's house. Well, we're back and at the beginning got, of the movie now. Right. So we're back at the beginning of the movie. She finds a key. She, like, she, she goes looking under the mat. She finds a, a key. 
Now here, okay, so listeners, here's another here's another tip. Do not snoop alone. Oh, I thought you were going to say don't put a key yeah, under the mat. Yeah, don't put a key. And, and don't also, put a key under never the hide a key under a mat. <laughs> never, well, never hide a key under a mat and don't snoop alone. Look, Liz thought she was being smart because it wasn't on the, under the mat closest to the door. It was under the mat, under the mat two feet from that mat. Yeah, it was the other mat. Yeah. It was the mat that you wouldn't look under. Now, Matt, now, Nat, after finding the key in the mat, Nat when she shat on the bat, <laughs> no, she Nat How got on chat, got hit by, went under the mat, and I got hit by a bat. <laughs> Jeez, is there a cat in this story? I guess it could have been. No, but Nat needed someone as a lookout for her while she snooped because she was snooping in the daytime. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's difficult. And I think if she would have been wearing a black hoodie, it would have been easier for her. So, so she goes inside, and she's snooping, and then Liz walks up from behind her and hits her with the baseball bat. If I was snooping around during the daytime, I would wear bright colored clothes so I could blend in with the, mm. blend in with the daylight. Yeah. Like well, I'd wear like a little wearing- white Steve Martin suits. I would have pretend to be delivering pizza. Right. That was wearing like a, a, bl- a bright blue, like Lululemon. She could have said that she was like an Amazon <laughs> delivery person. It's kind of That's that color. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, who knows where the key is hidden? Well, she got hit in the head with a bat. <laughs> and then Liz takes her phone and starts texting. Then Liz starts taking sexy selfies. And so I love this next part because Peter and Jordan are watching 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) And it was hilarious that they literally were talking about 90 Day Fiance, which I watch. (laughs) And so then his phone rings and all of these sexy torso shots show up and... Uh Liz is slipping because uh, Jordan's like, that's Liz. That's Liz's torso. It's from Liz's phone. Isn't that later in the movie? Yeah. That's later in the movie. Yeah. This is where this this is she uh, sees the photos and confronts Peter and it's like, what are you doing? And basically, and, then, and basically kicks him out of the house. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. And then she goes talking to Liz, and Liz is like, you loser, you got no job, you got no friend, <laughs> you got no boyfriend. Great. <laughs> Nat is tied up with something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so then... um. Jordan is like starting to wonder about Nat because she's like, Nat hasn't returned any of my calls. And then Liz is, and then she's talking about her mom and and Liz is like, you know what? You have a codependent relationship with your mother. Cut the cord. So then Jordan goes home to kick Tracy out of the house. Yeah. (laughs) That's rude. 
And then she's going to kick her mom out of the house. And then Tracy's like, Tracy, like, is like, you dummy. And then, like, talks her out of it. And, like, why are you listening to this woman? I'm yeah. your family. And that that's was it. Actually, that was great. Because I really thought that was, I like, Tracy's, Tracy's character was so solid. She was like, hell no. I'm not leaving. I got a good here. Yeah. In this yeah. beautiful house. No, not going anywhere. But that was, but I, but I really did like this scene that, that, like, that like snapped her out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not moving into some condo with this HOA fees. <laughs> paying that. What I did like about Jordan is that when she started to snap out of it, well, A, like people actually were trying to like give Jordan warnings and as Jordan started to believe it, she's she truly started to believe as opposed to like being oblivious until the very end of the movie. Right. Yeah, that's true. She her mom helped her snap out of it and then from there, you know. Yeah. yeah. She believed she was, her boyfriend. Yeah. She was under so, trance. So then Jordan goes, then Jordan so then Jordan goes to Liz, totally yells at her, they have a fight. Liz calls Jordan a loser. Jordan slaps her. Like I said, this yeah. movie, they were coming in hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jordan mm-hmm. slaps her. And and then she leaves, and then Liz is like, you don't know the meaning of miserable. Um, so then Jordan goes to Natalie's house. She can't find her. She goes to the cops, and I think this is a first in lifetime history because the cop was actually <laughs> nice and did some work. Didn't he gaslight her. He didn't yeah. gaslight her. Yeah. Yeah. Vivica didn't have to save the day. Save the day. The cop actually did his job. Yeah. Right. Which a lot of the wrong movies, the cops are like. Oh well, yeah, there's a killer on the loose, but go home. Yeah, go go to the pla- the one place up. where the killer knows that you might be. Yeah. And then they keep showing up to rub it in at different, you know. Yeah. Parts. This cop is played by Michael Paré. Yeah. Yes. Michael oh, that's Paré. who that was. Yeah. I knew I recognized him. Oh my gosh. I I knew. Okay, because I was like, this guy looks familiar. And he's done a handful um, of Lifetime movies as well. Yeah, he's done a yeah, bunch. Yeah. He was in, um, he was in all, he was in Keeping Up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually played, turns out to be my love interest in A Christmas in Royal Fashion. Um, oh. At the end, we find out. I thought I, 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 I thought I was, I, I died alone, but it turns out I, I ran off with Michael Poré. There you go. <laughs> cool. Eddie the Cruisers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's another movie he was in? This Streets, Streets of Fire with Diane Lane. Streets of Fire, yeah. But but he actually, I was impressed. He was asked, asking questions. When was the last time I, that you've seen her? And I was like, oh, he was actually nice. Yeah. But then he goes to give her a business card. Now, you know, like I got like a million business cards. Just take the business card. I'm trying to unload these things. She takes a picture of the card. I see. I'm the other side. If I I don't want to have a million business cards yes. that I have to carry around. I don't want it. I want that thing that I'm going to need when I need it. That'll be on my phone because it's in the cloud. All right. I, I I feel the same way. People don't. Yeah. People don't use business cards anymore. 
All right, Les, you're the deciding vote. Are you going to make this a tie? Are you going to go on the side? I actually take a screenshot of the card. Oh, yes. Because if I take the card, I'd probably lose it as opposed to having it on my phone, and I wouldn't lose it. All right, well, I concede. (laughs) Maybe it's an L.A. thing. (laughs) <laughs> because and you do get so many business cards, like yeah. it gets ridiculous. I, I end up recycling them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the digital cards now are the way to go. I yeah. got them stacked up for years, like years and years. Then I like years later, I look through them, like oh, maybe I should stay in touch with that person. They're famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so then the next scene, Jordan is at a job interview with Eric Roberts. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he filmed his scenes in 20 minutes. I recognize that office. That was uh, Vivica Fox's <laughs> office in the wrong cheerleader coach. And guess where that office That's is? at the lodge, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, lodge. wow. How funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And that's so cool now that we've been to the lodge. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to point out. I was actually going to bring it up later, see if you can guess the other places where where, where the lodge. But actually, yeah, we haven't gotten so. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, there's yeah. one that we haven't gotten to yet. I'm trying to yes, think if there's yeah. another one that I did. I, I recognize. I'm not familiar with the lodge. The Elks oh, so lodge. The, lodge. the Elks lodge. Okay. This is where Les and I went to the screening yeah. of uh, the wrong. Blind date, right? The wrong date. The wrong blind date. Wrong blind uh, date. Okay. And they had a screening of it. They and that's also where they, sh- where they uh, sh- shoot stuff also? Do a lot of filming. Lot of yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and Meredith uh, uh, volunteers there. Yeah. Okay. So, so, oh, I forgot to mention Liz hit a camera in um, – she hit a camera in Jordan's living room. Now, it was a little smaller than the cameras that mm. we normally see. This yes. one actually was inconspicuous. As it, sometimes the Lifetime movies, Meredith, I, I'm sure you've seen of the hidden camera is basically like Martin Scorsese brought his entire crew in to film a movie. And people yeah. aren't supposed to notice that. Yeah, the, it's funny. The hidden cameras are are are, are like as common as the black hoodie. It's, yeah, there's always there's very often a hidden camera. In fact, <laughs> I think Jason, I think you said this that uh, <laughs> when one of the hidden cameras came up, there was actually a, a SAG strike going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jason says joke. That's good. <laughs> um, so so. So Jordan, Jordan's at this um, job interview with Eric Roberts, and she's killing it. Mm-hmm. And Liz is yeah. watching on her computer. <laughs> um, and uh, which is interesting. She wasn't watching the interview on. Her no, computer. she saw her talking to Peter about the interview coming up. Oh, oh okay. that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then Peter is like, oh, um, I'm actually going out with a friend tonight. It's my friend's birthday. And let's meet up at my place after I'm done. Okay. And so then Liz, I love this part because Liz texts Jordan and she's like, we need to talk. And Jordan texts back, don't make me block you. (laughs) Just block her. Yeah. 
So then Eric Roberts, so at the interview, so the, oh, so then the interview was there. And then Eric Roberts is asking her, why did you quit? And she tells him why she quit. And he's like, well, we're making the decision today, but you pretty much have the job. And so then I love this because then Liz goes online and they don't call it Google. They call it gobble. <laughs> gobble LA mail. Yeah. Gobble that yeah. LA mail. And <laughs> she's, and so she's getting ready to send an email to Eric. Liz getting ready to send an email to Eric Roberts. And then the cop actually shows up like doing his job. I was like, well, how about that? To, to be more clear, she is about to send an email to Eric Roberts as Jordan. She logs into Jordan's right. email to do it. Oh, right. yes. Yeah. And so then the cop is asking questions um, about Nat, about Jordan. And then he's like, well, maybe I could come, maybe I could come in and check things out. And Liz is like, you don't have a warrant. So then we see Peter and his friend. They're at the bar. Liz shows up, starts hitting on Peter, and there's a person who's there taking pictures. You cast like her. Yes, I cast her. Meredith. Well, that's the same. Was that the same woman though? Was was that the barista or is different woman? No, it's different woman. It's a different woman. Okay. <laughs> That actually would have been funny, though, if if Liz hired the barista that she just shook down. Yeah. I, I liked her, though. I liked her because she's like, that's the easiest hundred dollars I've ever made. Yeah. And so then, oh, so then this is the part. They're back. At, uh, Jordan and Peter are back at Peter's house. She, uh, she sends a text. And it's Liz. And um, so then she said, so then um, the next day, Tracy is going on, she's going on a trip. She's getting out of town for a little while. She's going to visit her sister, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was a little concerned. She was going on a singles cruise. Was she? No, I, I, I no. was concerned for mom at this point, though, because anytime a character's like, oh, I'm leaving, they they come back sometimes at an inopportune moment. Right. Oh, I just thought she was out of harm's way. Because she was saying she's like saying there's this guy, Kurt, that's judging me. So I'm going to get out of the house for a few days. <laughs> going to go get a job. She's going to a job fair. Yeah. Right. No, I was concerned for her. I want her to be active and, you know. Uh, doing things. So so then um, Jordan gets a call from Eric Roberts and she's thinking it's the call to give her a job offer because he said the day before, oh, you'll be hearing from someone in the morning. Nope. And so he, he calls, she's thinking he's calling to give her a job and he's like, um, I got your photo. <laughs> I got your nudies. And she's like, well, what photos? And he's like, well, you know, thanks for the photos, but I'm a happily married man. And she's like, then she realizes, oh, it's Liz. So the next scene, we see her meeting Patty. We see Jordan meeting Patty from earlier in the movie mm -hmm. at the restaurant where they were, where Patty actually works. Is that the lodge? 
Huh? Was this at the no. lodge? Was the restaurant from earlier in the movie the lodge? No. But the no, bar was wasn't. where Peter met his friend. Yes. Where yeah. The, yeah. Where the, that, yes, the bar. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. And there's one more. Okay. I just remembered. So, so Pat, so Liz is talking, no, Jordan is talking to Patty and Jordan's like, okay, so what do you know about Liz? And Patty was like, well, I was surprised that you two were talking anyway. And Jordan's like, what do you mean? And Patty's like, she hated you in high school. Like, she totally hated you. And Jordan, like, had no idea. And she's like, well, why did she hate me? And she's like, because you took her spot on the cheerleading team. Mm -hmm. And so it turned out that um, when she, when Jordan showed up, the coach basically kicked her off on the spot. <laughs> and so um, she gets the info. Oh, so then she gets info about Rhonda. And then she looks Rhonda up online. And then she's then Rhonda's video is the exact same as Liz's video. Her so intro, like, hey, here's one. who I am, what I do. Yeah. So then Jordan calls Rhonda about Liz, and Liz is in the office eavesdropping. Liz at the lodge? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. This is, is where that the front part of the lodge? No, that's upstairs. Probably where you guys haven't been in. It's the ladies' lounge upstairs. Oh, I've been oh, there. Okay. Oh, there's a ladies' lounge. Ladies lounge. <laughs> nice. Well, this part of the movie is where the, the movie uh, states its opinion about life coaches. Oh, because they're on the phone. Marker. Right, that phone call. Yeah, she's on the phone with Rhonda with Meredith playing Rhonda, and at one point Jordan just says, "Um, uh." Send, what would she say? Send your your psycho clients. Your you should send your psychotic clients to real doctors. Ooh, a line has been wrong. drawn. Well, I, 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 I your reaction in, in that moment was great too because it, it was almost like Rhonda was like, "Yeah, I am a bit of a sham too, aren't I?" <laughs> yeah. And and so um, Liz confronts Rhonda because um, yeah, we find out that that Liz, you know, that she never she never recovered from the high school getting kicked off of the cheerleading team. Oh yeah, because Liz she, is like outside the office. She's she like walks in, surprises her. And then we also find out that Liz's parents were alive but dead to her. I see dead people. <laughs> um so so Liz, so then Liz confronts Rhonda and she's crying and then she kills her. Yeah. Hell. It's as simple as that. Now, did yeah, she it, taser it, you? What did she do? Stabs her. She stabs me. Okay. Yeah. Literally stab. stabs her in the back. Yeah, literally yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you were still alive after that, but we didn't see you again. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could. I, I, it's I lifetime. She could be alive. Yeah. I think they killed me for all my bad advice. 
Ron is alive in our hearts. You represent <laughs> you represent doing off with the profession of life coaching. I think the writer had some bad experiences with the life coach. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great material, them. though. Yeah. You could tell. Um, so the I actually liked this about. So Jordan calls the cop, and the cop is like, "Yeah, we're on to her because." She used the warrant thing, and when it, someone is actually guilty and up to something, they always use the warrant thing. What I <laughs> I loved, uh, Michael Pere, because this actually even better than Vivica's catchphrase. I loved when she called uh, him, and he's like, "Hey, do you remember me?" And he's like, "The one with the problematic life coach." I just love that <laughs> phrase. That's good. I like how Michael Pere is sitting in his office and. The, there's a filing cabinet behind him, and the label on it just says copy paper. It's, a, it's an entire file. Oh, it cabinet, does. I guess a blank I saw paper. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Is the Xerox machine empty? Here, I got a door. I got a whole big thing. You, you joke, but I, because we don't have a lot of like physical files in the office where I work anymore, I do have a file cabinet drawer filled with copy paper. Hmm. So it's topical. Yeah. Okay. It's like an old school police station too. They need copy paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Topanga. Right. right. Topanga. (laughs) So so Liz is now dressed as a cheerleader. Yes. Like in full cheerleader with pom poms and everything. So I, I actually wrote in my notes, Liz is in her cheer outfit with uh, shimmery pom-poms, and I love this movie. <laughs> God bless her. I hope if I'm ever troubled that I really, you know, go all the way with being troubled just like she is. I, I, I admire the commitment. I have faith you know, you in you, her. Go half. You know what I mean? She should be like proud of herself that she's still after all these years still fits in her uh that's what Rhonda would say yeah you still fit in your cheerleading outfit you're all right yeah she may have had it altered though I don't know <laughs> we don't know but no I guess we have to assume there are um, backstories well, th- well that's another movie the wrong Taylor <laughs> right <laughs> so, so Jordan, Jordan called Liz and told her to come over uh-oh. But Liz doesn't come alone. She comes with her baseball bat. <laughs> and she hits Peter. In the back. That's that's in the back. That's the, that's the best, yeah. And then I went down a rabbit hole. Could, could you knock something out by hitting him in the back? <laughs> no, there's a whole Quara thing about someone someone on Quara. <laughs> they, they, needed, they needed to know that. Your search history is going to be problematic. Right. It already is. Please. Your search mystery. Nothing but trouble. Google That's... problematic life coach. Right. <laughs> I'm going to gobble.la mail it. <laughs> you wouldn't believe this stuff that comes up. So, so at this point, we still haven't found Natalie yet, and it's been days. So Jordan yeah. asks Liz, what have you done with Natalie? And Liz is like, the same thing I'm going to do with you. It's <laughs> a baseball bat. <laughs> and... She's going to kill her. But then the cops come. And they arrest her. And so then well, Jordan's... First they're doing a thing. 
First, they're doing a thing where she's trying to run to the left. She gets to the left, trying to run to the right, trying to run to the right. It's like they're like, like they're playing like scrimmage touch football or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then I like this part too because then Jordan uh, Jordan's talking to Michael Pere and she's like, "Well, oh my God, my friend's Natalie. My friend Natalie's dead." And he's like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" And then Natalie comes running in. I don't understand. That was like, ah, oh, they didn't kill Natalie. Yeah. No, not, not even a scratch. <laughs> so then we're back in Vivica's office, and she's talking to her, and she gets her, she gets her job back, and and Vivica, like you could tell that she respects her, and she's like, well, what? Okay, so what got up your butt? Why were you acting like this? And she said, oh, because it was, you know, a life coach. And then Vivica, they do. I love how now at the point it's evolved where it's just a close up. And she's like, looks like you picked the wrong life coach. Sounds like to me, you hired the wrong life coach. And I wrote, never gets old. I felt yeah. like watching that scene, it was like kind of like we, you're, you're, you're like an, an airplane, the airplane ascends and you got to get that release of it like dropping again. So she says it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> that's but kind I love, of how a catchphrase love, works, really. If you think about it. Yeah. it. But I just love how in the beginning it started off as like a throwaway line, and now it's evolved to like she gets you get a close up. The whole movie's built <laughs> up. I thought she was lighting. gonna. I thought she was gonna come in and like save the save the day. She does that. well. Yeah, sometimes. Because that's, yeah. that's what I thought was gonna happen too. Even a lot make, of times, make no sense, but, that's what yeah. happens is she comes by and like bonks the person over well, the head or something. I, this this yeah, is what I, I would love to convey to Miss Vivica A. Fox is in future movies, they need to get more and more and more elaborate and creative with how she delivers the line. It needs to be like the Simpsons opening credits, how it changes at the end of it every episode. Like next right. time Vivica is like brought in in a horse-drawn carriage and there's like a marching band that rolls in <laughs> and she says, you chose the wrong band conductor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh. Vivica landing from, from the spaceship from Independence Day and you right. picked the wrong alien. Right. <laughs> Stuff costs money though. Well, it's worth it's money well spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, listen, it's not my money. Sure, go ahead. It's the key I franchise think, I think for that lifetime. That fit, like I think that was one of the better fitting ones. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Because she, with her as the boss, and she, she didn't throw it away, but in in no. wrong terms, she almost threw it away. Like you know what I mean? Right. Okay, you're back. All good. Right, honey. Looks like you picked the wrong life coach. Now let's get back to work. I wanted it, and I got. Oh, it. Oh, and at the very end, we end back at the stable. I like it. So it's like it was like a full circle moment. So we yeah. end back at the stables, and she's oh, talking gosh. to Jamie again. Yeah, this is why well, I know, thought I that maybe you, there was another ending that didn't make it in. Oh, what was the other ending? Was it a flash forward? So, yes. Ah, I love those. One year later. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was Liz in an insane asylum coaching like her cellmate, like <gasps> life, co- life coaching her. Why didn't oh, they I- do that? I yeah. know. It, I, I was so bummed. Not, it, I mean, 
I was so bummed not to see that in, but yeah, they, they, they just, um, Hmm. I guess that's something you see often too, though. You like, you know what I mean? Um, in killer advice, you cut to me like with my next therapist that I'm going to kill. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like, like that in the Lifetime movies personally, though, because I, I like that sort of wink to the audience of like, hey, this we we made such a over the top but fun to watch movie that you might see something like this again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy that we have we got a new wrong movie. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Can I ask yeah. a question about the people listed in the special thanks and the credits? Um. So it's a lot of family members. There's, I know these people are not public figures, but I'm going to mention them anyway. Uh, there's like five people named Kiwi. There's seven uh, skanks. Were they like, did they like own a house or something like that? Oh, so that's, five that's people named what? I think it's, it's a skank. It's, it's pronounced. That's their name. Well, well, the people, the, the credits, feel the special thanks. Like, and like, then, yeah, it sounds like, so, so, yeah. and what was the other name? There's a Kiwi. There's like five Kiwis. There's a bunch of Nolans. No, so Brian Nolan is one of the producers. I know Brian. Oh, so he's mentioned. You know Brian. Yeah. I think I know Brian Nolan yeah. as well. Brian, Brian. So Brian and I have known each other for like 20 years. Um, so, and then the, and then the other name is one of the producers too. So oh, so Brian it's like over, family members. Yeah, so Brian yeah. is over at Hybrid, who's the okay. production company. And then Jeffrey is one of the, so there were a bunch of, I think there were Jeff, some, a bunch of Jeffrey's families thanked. So that's, I think, what you're seeing. And then I'm not sure about the Keeley. Uh, Kiwi. Well, Kiwi? Like a, like a New Zealand. Uh, oh, Kiwi. well, I wonder, really? I'll have that's to the name. Yeah. It was a key, uh, interesting. I'll have to look because actually, the the lead actress Jordan, played by Morgan Bradley, is a Kiwi. She's from um, New me. Zealand. Oh, okay. what is their name? The person's last name is. No, I understand. I Kiwi. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just curious about that. Well, did you see? Did you see my name as second unit director? I when did. You were, yeah. Okay. Yes, All I right. did. I wrote that down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we mentioned that. So, what what scenes did you did you shoot? Oh, all those go- all those gorgeous high end scenes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, did you shoot that la- like the last shot of the of the of the, of the horse the? No. The, uh, horse stable, oh, like the that, horse the at the shot. end. There's a big like wide shot. I think that was purchased. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was curious because it looked like a. Yeah, because I've never been to that stable. So, so, so does this mean that we're going to get more wrong movies? I hope so. Um, I yeah, I hope so. I'm not. I don't. Let me think. I, you know, I do have one in the can, as they say, uh-huh. and um, I don't know if they're going to make that wrong. Oh, okay. They might. Oh, like sometimes do they decide like after? Well, like, well, I can tell. So sometimes, vivid, like when I shot the um, a Christmas intern, Vivica came in after, and and like they tied in 
Vivica to the story. I think so. And Vivica, so I, so there, this one that I finished, um, which also stars, which also Morgan Bradley is in. This one that I finished. Um, yeah, I don't, actually, I think it's actually. I'm sorry, it's on IMDb. It's not a wrong movie. Oh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's not a wrong movie. Yeah. I, I, there are definitely ones though that uh, Lifetime will acquire. And rename under some of their other franchises, like the Killer franchise or, or things like that. We've definitely seen that before. Right. Yeah, but pretty much David and Vivica are like. It, it wasn't all David. David Dakota was and Vivica were not always right. in this. Like they, they, they kind of took this over. So if you go back to the, I, I think you guys talked about that at one point. But if you go back to the early, early Rob movies, different director. Not, but then um, Vivica and David pretty much took took over this wrong right. sure. game. I know this well, movie just this movie just aired, but so like, how did it? How were you happy with the uh, like the viewership? I don't know if they keep track of um, ratings. You know, or... I don't. I don't know. I haven't spoken to. Um, I haven't spoken to anyone in production about what like how it did. But I mean, we definitely. Um, don't hate me, but I still jump over to the former Twitter because Lifetime fans mm-hmm. are like, that's the only, I stay on there for Lifetime fans because they, <laughs> we tweet along. Yeah. Like they, their Lifetime fans are great about that. I mean, they, 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 these, these guys jump on every new Lifetime movie, like every premiere. They're on there tweeting like they have this camaraderie yeah. and and so I always jump on cuz it's so fun to tweet along with them. Um who? Oh, if I may ask, who is like the target audience for it? Like is there a special age group or demographic? You know, that's a good question because I don't the, the lifetime's demographic has definitely changed. Um you know, remember when it was called Television for Women, and now right. that yeah. like Lifetime Television for Women, like that is no longer like that. And then um, a per, a, you know, a, then then the distinction is like some of mine go right to Lifetime, and some of mine go right to Lifetime Movie Network. Uh huh. And sometimes they go to Lifetime Movie Network first, and then they premiere on Lifetime later. So, um. Hmm. That's a good question. I, 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 it's a lot of men that tweet online with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of male friends that are on there. I mean, like, Twitter friends. <laughs> but And I have some of the women are like, oh, my husband can't wait, too, you know. Right. So, I was curious, because I'm sure, like, somebody in Lifetime is... And the research and all that. Oh, yeah. I know oh, they yeah. know. I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've always said this about the Lifetime movies, especially like the wrong movies and the Psycho movies. You can tell that the makers of these movies know their audience, like 100%. And just lean into what get, they give their, their audience what they want. Yeah, sometimes it's shocking what they because sometimes I'm like really I'm gonna do that like real and I re- I remember in one movie like actually questioning the director like re- really I'm gonna like murder this person on camera this was not in the script oh Lifetime loves this Lifetime loves this I'm like 
do I, I'm like, I'm like, I was like, it wasn't in the script that I strangled this person like on camera <laughs> or that I banged this teenager's head against the cabinet. You well, know, like the, just the con, the concept of, uh, these sort of uh, women being gaslighted movies or or movies about cheerleaders. Like Lifetime definitely has a, a bunch of things in the wheelhouse that sort of help make things whole. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um that 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 I it's interesting because I think there there's the wrong there's the wrong cheerleading coach and then there's the wrong cheer captain. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, two like both different right. movies that are both wrong movies. Yeah, right. um, the wrong cruise, and then there's a Christmas movie on a cruise, a Christmas cruise, and they 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 know what their audience. Yeah, they know what their audience wants. You know, um, it's. I think it, they've become almost like nighttime soap operas because you don't. We don't have the soaps like we used to, and we may have talked about this on the show before. But you know, used to be that you know. The soaps where people fall, but now this is the guilty pleasure. You know, mm-hmm. get a glass of wine and watch, watch the yep. debauchery. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a lot of fun for people who like for for fans of the wrong movies, fans of the Lifetime movies. This movie is a is a is a treasure. It will check. A it will check blast. the boxes in the yeah. most delightful way. Yeah, I was pretty pleased. Yeah. Like it's, I was pretty pleased with with the way it came out. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun watch. Was yeah. Well, Meredith, yeah. how would you like our listeners to find you, or do you want to be found? <laughs> I want to be found online. <laughs> what is your found in the way that Liz? That Liz found Jordan. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we give our home addresses, and you do yeah, it okay. under your mat. Figure right? it out. Like I'd say, I live off of Sherman Way, and Jordan would be walking Sherman Way and see my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. Um, I am. You know, it's funny. I, I'm. Um, I'm at Meredith Actress pretty much everywhere. And you know, I have to tell you, I was at an Emmy party the other night, and this this guy like asked for my, this guy who said to me, oh, I don't have my phone with me because I like to be present. He's at the governor's mm-hmm. ball. I don't have my phone with me because I like to be present. And I was like, oh, okay, well, and he, so, so he grabs my phone and he, and he, he makes me follow him on Insta, but he has to find me. So I say it's at Meredith Actress. And he kind of did this like laugh. Like I said, oh. you know, apple martini or something. I don't know. I was like, Fuck you. Yeah. So then, excuse me. And then I, so I promptly unfollowed him. I was like, <laughs> my handle, dude. I was like, I want to be like, why don't you fucking go to IMDb and see why it says Meredith actress? Why what? don't you look like, it's not like Meredith wants to be an actress. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I promptly was like, listen, you don't laugh at my handle. Unfollow. But anyway, but everyone else, as long as you like my handle, I am at Meredith actress pretty much everywhere. Great, great. <laughs> and 
You can find me on Instagram at Kirkendall, and that's K-U-R-K-E-N-D-A-A-L. Or you can find me on my website at LesKirkendallBarrett.com. Jason. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us five stars. It helps more people find the show. You can find all of us on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Big Shot Jason. Kurt. Yes, well, KurtFitzpatrick.com with a Kurt, always with a K. And I'm in the Rogue Festival with my show, Rogue Festival in Fresno, California, with my show, The Jester of All Maladies, the beginning of March. And we're going to be, the Oscars are coming up, so uh, I'll be letting you know when I'm going to be doing the show with our, uh, with a friend of the show, Jason Jason Debray. We do the Shelf Shedding Movie Podcast, and we'll be going through all the Oscar nominees, so that'll be coming up in the next month or so. Cool. Yes. Do you want to have someone from Oppenheimer on your show? Yeah. Who do you know from Oppenheimer? Well, uh, we both know someone from. We Oppenheimer. both know someone from Oppenheimer. Yeah, Tom, who we Tom Jenkins, who we both we mentor with. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. It, well, you don't have to say on the air, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta get. You're like, okay. It's not Kurt's show to to agree to do that. No, the problem is I didn't. I, I don't. I didn't. I'm one of the. I'm in that tiny margin of people that didn't really care for Oppenheimer. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's my only problem with that. Get somebody from uh, Lost Lives. What's that movie called? Past Lives. Past Lives. Past Lives. Do you know anyone from I Past Lives? Oh, my God. I, I love, love that, that movie. I haven't seen I it yet, but I've heard good plane. things. Yeah, pass. Get someone from that movie. And I watched I'll talk to an person. And it's such a shame that I watched it on a plane. I need to watch because you know you. I think you have low expectations when you watch something on a plane, and so yeah. it. Cut, then I was like, Oh my god, this is good. Oh my god, this is good. Oh, you know, like I, I was it. like, Oh shit, this is good. So I yeah. need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the movies. <laughs> that was one of the movies I watched on my 10-hour flight back to the States from London. And, yeah, I, too, thought it was going to be kind of one of those airplane throwaway movies. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. So good. So good. So interesting. So well done. Yeah. Um, and, and, and unexpected. Um, so, so the audience has homework, then. They're watching The Wrong Life Coach, and they are watching Past Lives. But first, yes. The Wrong Life Coach. First, the wrong life coast. So, well, no, maybe they should. Yeah, so that, that your, their expectations. A double are, yeah. feature. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That kind of would be, that would be a fun double feature, actually. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Why not? Which one would you watch first? Like, I mean, it would be better than, like, uh, the wrong life coach and Oppenheimer. Oh, that right. would be a combo. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you'd watch the wrong life coach and Barbie. The the Barbie is the right life coach. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbie. That movie Barbie. helped me figure out a lot of things. But one of the things that helped me figure out, I was like, oh, that's it. That's my problem. I'm white savior Barbie. That's my <laughs> like, she called her white. Listen, white savior Barbie. I was like, oh no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've not seen oh, Barbie. Oh, come on. <laughs> Her fit are you are you married? No. no. Oh, okay. Cuz I thought I I was going to say someone needs to shame you into seeing that. It's on Max <laughs> Kurt. It actually is good. It's good. It's okay. really just, good. It's so fun. Yeah. 
I loved it. I need to see it again. I need I to, see to see it, it. like daily. Oh, oh speaking of that, um, I just saw that they launched four new Barbies, um, film in film industry Barbies. Ooh. Oh, so cinematographer, um, cinematographer, director, um, and I'm terrible. I forgot the fourth one. The third one is movie star Barbie, and the fourth. I hope she's not a hair and makeup Barbie. I don't think it is. I I, I can't. But it should be or like striking actor Barbie. Oh, oh no! <laughs> sorry, it's studio executive Barbie. Oh, nice. Studio executive Barbie is wow. in like a a vegan leather skirt, and she's talking on her phone. Of course, <laughs> Barbie too. Okay. They'll be prominently featured. Yes. Yeah. Studio. Oh, it's it's actually interesting because to have that happen because you know the fact that Mattel got on board for right. the Barbie movie is mm-hmm. so interesting, and so now it's like they're acknowledging what it did for Mattel. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yes, movie by making cinematography female female director Barbie, female you know like cinematographer Barbie. Yes, I watched that for a second time on my flight. And then you know what else I watched the first second time on my flight? Jason. What? Bar- Barb and, and Barb Star. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I watched it again. Uh, I've not seen that either. I and, I, that. And, and, it, and it sneak attacked me because now I do like it. You know what I've been watching? Because I, I, I told you this stuff. I've been watching Yellow Jackets. Oh. yet. You don't like it, Alas? Uh, I no, it's not like I, I don't like it. It's a it's a little much. I I, I love it. This is like this is this the show. It's like up up my alley. I love it. It it, Just, it, it is much, but I'm 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 it's it's enough for me. <laughs> I can take it. I can take it. Well, anyway, thank you once again, Meredith, for coming on. You are welcome here anytime. Yes, thank you so me. much. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Pleasure. For everybody else, bye. 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 Bye.